Hello again. <laughs> Hello. So welcome everyone to this Embrace by the Divine podcast. I'm Michelle Mayua, the compiling author of Embrace by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion and Purpose. And this book's already reached number one bestseller on Amazon in four categories and across three different countries. So if you haven't already purchased this inspirational and empowering book for women, you can do so directly on Amazon or through the website embracedbythedivine.com. So as you will know if you've been listening to these podcasts, I invite women that I consider inspiring and inspirational to come on the call to share their stories, where they've been and how they've managed to shift and turn things around into the incredible success that they're now enjoying. And my guest today, Rebecca Hall Grider, is no exception to this. In fact, she's doing amazing things in the world at the moment. She's just going from strength to strength to strength and we'll obviously be sharing a little bit more about what that is in a few moments. And today she'll be talking about coming out of hiding and shining. And I love the title that she gave this because in my book, Embraced by the Divine, my own personal chapter is called Who Am I to Shine? So there's a real overlap there, all the self-doubt and layers of fear I had to get through um, you know, in, in my personal journey. So I really like... Rebecca Stahl. In fact, she interviewed me recently on her own radio program, which is Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. And I just felt that real kindred sisterhood spirit with Rebecca. We're both on on the same path, on the same page. Maybe we're manifesting how we do things in the world differently, but we're still coming from that really heart-centered place of pure commitment to what we do. And for both of us, our focus is very much on empowering women to be the best that they can. So just to tell you a little bit more about Rebecca on a more formal basis, Rebecca Hall Greiter is the owner of Your Purpose Driven Practice, the creator of the Women's Empowerment Series events and TV show, the Speaker Talent Search and Rebecca's Money Summit. Rebecca is the Network Director for Voice America's Women Channel in both radio and TV. Wow. Um, she's an in-demand speaker, an expert money coach, and a frequent guest expert on success panels, tele-summits, TV, and radio shows. As the CEO of RHG Media Productions, Rebecca launched the international TV channel called Empowered Connections TV. Uh, which brings transformational TV shows and programming to the world. She's a popular radio show, radio show host and a number one best-selling author who is committed to helping you impact the world powerfully. So I would like to formally welcome Rebecca to the call today. Thank you for being on the call today, Rebecca. It's a real, real pleasure and a delight to have you on the call. Well, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here, looking forward to our conversation, and I love that we have such a similar heartbeat in the work that we're called to do and really helping empower women around the world. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me. That's, that's a great pleasure. So I know you know a bit about your story and your background, but I'm sure that the listeners would be fascinated to know where you've come from, what happened to you to make you so passionate in your work about 
empowering women. So could you share a little bit about your background, please? Sure. And where I had some um, transformational opportunities and challenges, um, if I look back in time, um, it's when I was a little girl, five and a half years old. My parents had recently been divorced, and I was thrust into an environment of abuse and lived in that environment during very formative years, five and a half to almost 13 years old. And I experienced um, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, neglect, um, very hostile environment. I was not okay being who I was. And every time I cried out for help, it was not believed. And I was put back in the environment and the situation become more severe. And what I learned in that time is that I'm not okay. It's my fault. There's something about me that's not right. And I have no value. And I'm, it's not safe to be seen or heard. And eventually I was rescued. And moved into a new environment with my birth father and stepmother who became the mom of my heart. And I suddenly learned that those were not truths but lies. That I did matter. That I was beautifully and wonderfully made and actually on purpose and for a purpose. And that it was safe to be seen and heard. And that part of the journey took a little bit longer. It's one thing to note intellectually. It's very different to know it on a cellular level. But that's the heart of why I do what I do. Because when I look out in the world, I see men and women that are still believing those lies, that they don't matter, that they're not okay, that they're not lovable, that they're not needed, that it's their fault. And I really want to help people see the truth that you are beautifully, wonderfully made on purpose, for a purpose, absolutely needed. And not only do I want to help you be seen, I want to help you shine. Because when you do, you help the whole world become a better place because we absolutely need each and every one of you. That is so beautiful. And your heart comes through so much in that, Rebecca. Because what you experienced as a young child could have just set you into that low self-esteem victim mode for the rest of your life. It, and the fact that you had the opportunity to turn that around and you actually took it, and even though it took a, you know, a fair while to begin to feel safe in the world and that you were loved and wanted and you were created on purpose, that you just, you know, that there could still have been a long period where you just didn't really step up to the plate that you know that where you were still really stuck in that that victim mode so you know all all kudos all credit to you for understanding that you were created perfectly and all the other stuff that you experienced as a young child was just basically basically lies unfortunately there are so many people men and women who are still stuck in those lies of not being valued of, of being in abusive situations especially as children which leaves horrible horrible scars for many many people so would you say there was a particular turning point where you suddenly just made that decision that you wanted to help women in particular especially women who'd been uh, in abusive situations or was it more just a, a gradual unfolding for you you know I I I believe it was a gradual unfolding, but the seed 
um, that was planted, I can remember very clearly where that was planted. And it was when I could see the negative impact that got echoed out, because when there are um, wounded branches in a tree, they do still connect and spread, right? And what I saw is the power of some of those individuals. I saw that in my life. I saw it when I looked out in the world and I thought, wow, what if we could channel the, that power for good? What if I could put out, because I can see the ripple effect that has been created in a negative way. What if I could do that in a positive way? And that became very exciting to me. So that was one of the seeds. And then I remember in my own journey, as I was saying yes to steps that were really scary to me that felt like I shouldn't have to do because I had suffered enough. I shouldn't have to do this mean, hard, horrible thing I was being asked to do, whether it was confront a situation, set a boundary, um, come forward with something that I had been afraid to come forward with. Those steps on the journey, I remember wrestling with God on and what I felt speak into my spirit and what helped me move through that because I didn't care enough about myself at that point. But what motivated, motivated me through was, I will take this step. I will do this thing that's terrifying and difficult and hard for me if it can make the difference for another little girl. Then I will do this thing. And that is the thing that even to this day, when I am called to stretch into a new space that scares me, and, and to be honest, you know, we have that all the time. It doesn't ever go away. <laughs> There are new ways we get stretched, new opportunities to grow. And every time I'm in those spaces and I'm wrestling, what comes forward within is I will take this step. I will move forward in this way that makes me uncomfortable because I'm willing to do that to change the life or pave the way or make a difference in another little girl in another woman's life I will take this step and that gives me the courage when it wavers to move forward and say yes again and again and and that's where where we we have to come from because as you so correctly said at each step of the way where we're being called to to stand out more, to make a bigger difference in the world, to shine more, it is scary every single time because as we go through one step and we come to a place of comfort and acceptance with that, then we'll be called to step it up in an even bigger way, which is another level of scary. So it, it takes a lot of courage to get through that and that the point that you made about remembering that if you could help another little girl to be free of what you went through, then it was worth doing. And that's that's been the driver for you to continue your work. So I think that is incredibly powerful for people to remember, just knowing when you have a, a soul-level urge or a nudge to do something and it, it's fear and self-doubt that holds you back, then just think or feel into what it is, why why is this important for you to do this work? And when you get that clarity, that focus on who it is that you're here to serve, how you can make a difference in someone's life, then that helps you to find that deeper wellspring of courage within to dive into and find something deep within that allows you to really step it up and to come out in a bigger way. So, Rebecca, have you got like a, a favorite um technique or tool that you would like to share with listeners, a 
for people who are resonating with this, how people can take a step today to being seen in a, a bigger way. What's a, a simple, say like a, a baby step, you know, eating the elephant one bite at a time kind of thing. How can people get started on, on coming out of hiding and shining and being, being seen in a bigger way? I'm just breathing that question in and it starts with us as an indi- each of us as an individual and making the decision to fully be in our life. I, I call it taking center stage of your life, not just a supporting character. This is not a dress rehearsal. Like we have this moment. We have today. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. And I believe there is an urgency to showing up in our lives. And that is as simple as being willing to be seen, meaning not necessarily an image we're trying to portray, a mask that we're putting on, a way we're wanting people to perceive us, but actually breathing in, pausing, and being who you are in this moment and making a real connection with another. It can be smiling at somebody, making eye contact, not just rushing by, but really being present day by day, moment by moment, and let people in. Let them connect with you and be willing to actually initiate that connection. I believe that's where it starts. And one of the richest gifts we can give to people in our lives is letting them actually know us and we getting to know them on a human level and walking beside each other because this is not a solo journey. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. We put too many things off tomorrow, someday, someday when I'm ready. And I believe people need you right now in your life as you are, not someday. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I've worked with a lot of healers. I've always just naturally attracted healers to me to you know, come out of the hiding, so to speak, to be visible, to make their difference in the world. And I, I find over and over again with um, healing professionals, and I'm sure this applies to coaches and um, all forms of therapists as well, that there's always that sense, well, if I just learn another modality, if I just get another qualification, then I'll be ready to start my healing business. Or there's always some excuse to put it off into the future. And the message is really just wherever you are right now, just jump in and start doing whatever it is that you can do in no matter how small a way it is. Um, but just start doing something because you will attract those people to you that you can help in some way, whatever level you're at. You know, for instance, if you've just been through um, massive grief, for instance, over the loss of a loved one and you've managed to process and to come to terms with it, you've got valuable life experience that you've developed on a very personal level. So you might find that you attract someone to you who is, you know, just who's just lost someone or, or even an animal that's precious to them and needs some help managing to get through the grieving, you know, understand it's a natural process, blah, blah, blah. And you have that practical life experience, even if you're just, you know, one or two steps ahead of that person. So it's never um, about having to get to some perceived point of perfection uh, before you start shining and, and stepping out in the world. Just do whatever it is with the skill set you have at the time and you can build on that. 
um, and the other thing I find too dealing with healers, I deal with a lot of very gifted people, a lot of people with um, strong psychic skills and all sorts of other weird and wonderful and amazing, mind-blowing gifts. And there's this real fear about stepping out and being seen to be different um, slash weird slash woo-woo slash whatever you want to, to call it. Um, so have you got any special advice for for people especially who are aware that they might have some healing gifts or suspect that they might have some special gifts that they should be bringing out into the world but maybe are still going through the, the levels of fear and also being scared about how people might judge them for the things that they uh, you know, say they can do which may or may not be believed by others. So have you got any special advice for, uh, you know, a large part of my tribe who who are uh, you know healers and, and gifted people. Yes, you are all needed. <laughs> this these gifts that you have, these abilities that you have, are being called forth. And I believe it is a sacred call, uh, especially if you have gifts, perhaps that are unique, that many people out in the world do not have. That means you are needed that much more. And what is really laid on my heart as we're discussing this is I find so many healers, coaches, messengers, speaker, people with gifts have this huge heart to serve this huge calling they can do and unleash incredible things on the world but they're kind of waiting to be discovered waiting if people only knew what i could do for them if people only knew how i could heal them or what i could bring to their life but they hold back a little bit and the truth i want to share is that we have to be willing to be seen on the same level we have a heart to serve. And so I want to invite you to be willing to be seen because otherwise you're the best kept secret and the world misses out. And that is just the heartbeat um, that I feel as you ask the, that question and you share more and more of who your audience is, that you are absolutely needed and there is an urgency. And I want to invite you to be willing to be seen. And when we step out in more visibility, there will be people that don't like what we have to say. There will be people that don't understand. There will be people that don't believe. There will be far more that have been waiting for you, that have been praying for you to come forward. And the few ruffled feathers are nothing compared to those that you can touch and serve. So I invite you to be willing to be seen. That's such powerful advice. And I agree totally with you, Rebecca, on that, that it, it, even though I think healers and a lot of therapists are hardwired to be people pleases we realize as we go on that we can't please everyone we we need to focus on those people that we can help them we can make a difference in their lives and just let go of the rest you know there, there are a lot of people out there and it wouldn't matter what you do for them they're always going to come back and complain or, or whatever because they're not ready or willing to change and 
these aren't the, the kind of people that we want to be serving. We want to be serving those people who in turn are being called to step it up, to make a bigger difference in the world, to heal the woundedness that was there before or to move through layers of fear and to help people come into that, that place of centred internal empowerment, not, you know, the, the kind of empowerment that's basically stripping somebody else's power from them as in terms of abusive or manipulative or controlling situations, but really working to create that place of internal centered balance power within us so that we can be uh, when we're in that space we not just naturally emit that shining radiance and we are an attractive force that draw other people to us magnetically not on necessarily a conscious level but that subconsciously people pick up our energy pick up our vibes and those are the ones that we really want to be working with because they're the ones that we can really help in their, their lives. Not saying we can help everyone or we're going to necessarily get a, a wonderful uh, outcome with everyone immediately. Sometimes our, our role is just about planting the seeds within someone which can then germinate later. Um, uh, something else I've found with the, uh, a lot of people too is, well, I think probably everyone, um, myself definitely included in this, that we have those times where we want to move up to the next level and then there's that ego mind part that kicks in because it wants to keep us safe. It wants to keep us within our comfort zone. It wants us to continue you know, playing small if we're, we're, we're playing small at that particular point in time. And when we learn to recognize the, the voice of the ego and understand that it's not bad, it's just trying to keep us safe and protected. It doesn't want change because it fears what will happen to it if we change. You know, what, what will its role be? How will things shift and change? So it's trying to keep us safe and small. And so many times, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, Rebecca, working with people that People will get to a certain point in their healing and everything looks like it's great and then the ego mind suddenly realizes, oh my God, I'm going to have to change what's happening. This is, you know, this is for real now, you know, that this is, this is full on. And then there's all these excuses that come up and all these fears and self-doubt and it's all just ego mind stuff. When we work through those, when we process it, when we recognize it for what it is, then um, we can move through that. So that's part of the journey of of growing uh, to be more and more of who we can be is recognizing when the, the ego mind is trying to keep us small and when actually it's our time to move, it's our time to grow, it's our time to shine. Rebecca, are you still there? Oh, I, I'm so sorry. My connection cut out for a moment. <laughs> Just had one of those horrible moments, you know. Oh, my God, have I lost her? But no, you're still there. That's great. Yep, yep I'm here. I'm here. Um, and do you mind restating that last sentence? I My connection dropped out for a moment. Um, uh, yeah, I was just talking about when the the ego mind wants us to continue playing small because there is all that fear and self-doubt and everything that comes up which is just 
ego mind stuff and when we recognize it for what it is and we can move through that then that's when we step more fully into our power and that's when we shine when we continue stepping it up and that happens at every single level when we're being called to take our work out into the world in a bigger way yes absolutely um i have found one of the ways we can navigate through that is actually instead of, I think in our society so often when we feel fear, we back away. And if we can, in fact, instead lean in and with curiosity, oh, what am I afraid of? What's really going on here? Um, it will a lot of times dis- the strength or the power of it will go away because sometimes it's, well, we just don't know that it's safe there. I just, we haven't done this before. I I don't know that we can do that. And if you have a conversation, you can say that's true. However, I'm excited to try it. I'm going to go this way. I will keep us safe. Well, I just don't know about, you know, in the, in the, that voice gets less and less powerful when we can lean in and support it and, and let that part of ourselves know we're going to be safe. It's going to be okay. There are boundaries around this. I know when I started speaking on stage for the first time, my body would remember what went on before and it would start to shut down and I would turn purple, not red. I would shake um, and I would lose my thoughts and my voice and everything. And what I would start to say to myself is, okay, you can walk off stage anytime. And suddenly the pressure became a little less. I could eye the exit strategy and I totally empowered myself. That point I moved into a place of power versus feeling stressed and pressured. Oh, I can walk off at any time. And to this date, I haven't, (laughs) but I know I always can if I need to. And I give myself that option and that choice. So even in those moments that stretch me, I still get to choose. That's a really powerful strategy because so many people fear public speaking, apparently Mm -hmm. um, even more than death. So just to give yourself that option, that you are in control because you're making that choice to stay on stage, whereas you could actually, if you wanted to, just walk off. Mm -hmm. So I I like that. That's a really good one to remember. So I know we've already touched on some of the ways that you are being seen in the world and you're serving others, but would you like to just expand on that a little bit? What some of the main ways that you're working with people these days? Oh, I, I would love to. I have a real fire in my belly of, out of, over some of these things right now. So I'm very excited to share about them. So thank you. Um, one group of people that I'm really called to serve are those people that need encouragement and empowerment in life, that need hope, that need to know that they matter that they're beautifully and wonderfully made. And I want to empower and equip them on this journey of life. And that's a group I support through my radio show, through my television channel. We bring programming to the world that's positive and transformational to really bring change in the world. And then there are books out there that I've been part of and that we're publishing to serve that community and that audience and our empowerment series that we do both in television and in live events. The other group of people that I'm really called to serve are what I call messengers. And these are the people that have the gifts, that have the messages, that have the services that they can bring 
to the previous group of people I mentioned. So these are people that are called to bring their gifts forward. They're called to share their message forward, to bring it out into the world. And so there are a lot of programs that I have to help the messengers, as I call them, connect with the stages they're called to be on, the um, people that they're trying to reach so that, that we can make a global difference. And that's what I'm called to do, to help those people that need the message and that have the message and have the stages all connect so we can make a global difference. Excellent. So did you want to just share a couple of those links where uh, people in the groups that you've just mentioned can connect with you further and and listen to some of your, your shows and See your TV channel and so on. I would love to share all the links. <laughs> I know there's a lot of them, maybe just a couple of, you know, the, the major ones. Oh, absolutely. I would not share all online. That's too many. But it's my heart to share and serve. Um, where you can actually find everything is on my main website. That's the easiest way. And it's your purpose drivenpractice.com again that's your purpose drivenpractice.com and you will see links that you can click on for our television show for our um, empowered connections tv channel you'll see links for the speaker talent search and all the different things that we're doing out there the books and resources and if we can be of any service to you or help make some of those connections to the arenas you're trying to connect with, um, I would be honored. And I just want to let all of you know that you're absolutely needed in the world. You're really being called forth. It's not an accident you're listening to this podcast that you've been drawn to Michelle and the work that she's doing in the world. And I just want to encourage you that you are so needed and so valued. That's so so powerful. Thank you for sharing, and that's a message that I I tend, I won't say I hammer into people, but I do repeat that over and over with my private clients and with groups and so on. Uh, I also started the chapter in uh, Embraced by the Divine, my own chapter there called Who Am I to Shine, and I started it with the quote by Reverend Michael Beckwith, which I totally love, and that's God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called mm. and that's, that's part of the journey of when you feel that call within of taking heed and knowing that you will be supported step by step. If, if you have been cho- chosen, if you've been called, then now is your time to begin to move more and more into that and knowing that all the, the tools, the people, the synchronicities that you need to help you really grow into that will come to you. And, not, and that doesn't mean that you need to sit back and just, you know, go on to your navel for endless hours at a time. It's very much uh, about taking divinely aligned action steps and when doors open and opportunities present themselves, if it feels right to you intuitively, then go for it. And that, that tends to be the way I work. Of course, I work with angelic guidance too, but uh, it's when you say yes, when you answer the call, then the, the higher realms step in, the synchronicities, the, the energies align so that you can move forward and actually start bringing forth your special flavor of work into the world. And I know, Rebecca, you've got a, an e-book that you are happy to share with our, our listeners. It's actually one of the, 
the chapters um, from uh, Becoming Outrageously Successful, and I love that title. And the, the title of your ebook is The Choice to Live Your Life on Purpose. And I haven't read that chapter yet, but I would really like to have a read of that. So I'm going to have a look at that myself. So do you want to share with listeners just a little bit of, um, about the, the chapter, or is that fairly self-explanatory? I'd, I'd be happy to share a little bit about the chapter. And it's really sharing that we have a choice. We can't always choose the circumstances that happen to us. We can't always choose how we're feeling today. <laughs> but we can choose how we're going to move forward in our life with our next breath. We get to make choices every single day. And what this chapter talks about is, is how to do that. And it's not a passive chapter that you can just kind of read and not engage with, just a warning. <laughs> it's really going to be a call to action, and you will feel that as you read it, that it's really saying, what are you going to choose? Will you say yes? And I hope that the choice is to choose to live your life purposefully, on purpose, because it matters. And you will find that throughout the book, but you'll also discover ways to do that, how to step forward on purpose. It sounds good. And I'll just give listeners the link to so that they can claim their, their free gift from you, this um, e-book, The Choice to Live Your Life on Purpose, your your particular chapter. And the link to access the free gift is yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash choice. So that's quite easy to remember, yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash choice. And um, I think we're actually getting towards the end of the, the call for today, Rebecca. So are there any parting thoughts or tips or wisdom or anything else that you'd like to, to share with us today? I just, as I, as I sit here and I, I reflect on our conversation and this time together, I want to thank all of you for connecting with us and um, you know, Michelle for having me on the show and being able to participate in this conversation. And I want to invite each of you to sit for a moment and really feel into, are you feeling a pull in your heart in a direction? Are you feeling this pull to show up in a little bit brighter way and bring more of yourself forward, share more of your gifts. And if you do feel that, I invite you to say yes and then be open to the how and to what will unfold. But it starts with that choice and willingness. And I encourage you to lean in, feel where you are in that, and I hope say yes. That's wonderful advice to to share as your parting wisdom, Rebecca. So I don't want to talk a lot after that. I just want that to sort of be able to percolate and sink down into everyone's subconscious mind. Um, to if, if you're feeling that call, just step up and say yes, and the how will take care of itself. So thank you very much for being on the call today, Rebecca. It's been most enlightening. Um, I'm sure the listeners have got a lot of really useful information out of the call from you, and hopefully they will follow up with you further and enjoy the free chapter from the book as well. Um, and 
Just as a reminder to anyone who is wondering how they can get their hands on my book, Embraced by the Divine, The Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion and Purpose, you can get it direct on Amazon. All you need to do is just type in Embraced by the Divine into the Amazon search bar and it will bring it up in either Kindle or softcover version. Um, and you can also purchase it directly from my website. And of course, there's a lot more information about the book itself on the website. So I think that brings us to the end of today's call. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope you will be joining us for our next call very soon. Thank you. Bye for now.